say a polar bear heater? No, you said it. I said an Alaskan polar bear heater. Hi, this is Meatloaf. Okay, kids, you know what time it is? You know what time it is? It's Outlaw Radio Time! I'm through with standing in line for some fun to begin, but I found a good thing leaving me with a grin. It's time for Outlaw Radio to begin. Is the great Billy Gibbons here? Yeah. yeah. Sound too bad. Huh? Let the lightning bolt fly. On. <laughs> oh man! We're here with Matt. Oh yeah! Let the lightning. Oh little outlaw radio. We're here with Matt. Yeah. And he's not fat. We got all his guys and girls in the house. Let me tell you, that's where it's at. <laughs> And that's, ladies and gentlemen, Matt Allen. Pass me a gallon. We are uh, we are fixing the cameras. Uh, we'll have a much better camera situation next week on uh, Matching Match Outlaw Radio on YouTube on Rumble. That's the C. I get that thing. I get that uh, cold thing at least three times a day. Uh, oh, and X. But we will have uh, the the cameras so you can, in reality, see those folks sitting at the table. And now taking uh, my, my brother Mark's place is Billy Dilly sitting in his seat. Mark C.G. Boyer over there and Tattoo Dave at the helm of production, producing the old... Uh, Showgram. Running um, the show. What was I going to say? Oh, yeah, it's been uh, it's been a couple of years since I played this uh, Bill Champlin song. We're not going to play it next, or we may. Uh, this, he did this, he did this song live. Bill Champlin, P.S., uh, was with the band Chicago for about uh, 18, 20 years. I met him backstage at a uh, venue, the... Venue called the Derby, not the classic old restaurant, the Derby, which was popular in the 50s, 60s, 70s, and all the old, I, I think even the 40s, where the old, uh, the the biggest movie stars used to hang out. Not that one. Wasn't that the Brown Derby? Yeah, that was the Brown Derby. Right. This is simply the Derby, and Chicago was doing a special performance at the Derby, just a great, great band. And so someone introduced me to Bill Champlin because I was smoking a cigar. You know, back then you could still smoke cigars in some venues, even here in L.A. So I was smoking the Stogie, and someone says, you know, Bill is a big uh, cigar smoker. So we started uh, BSing together, and we became dear, dear friends and produced a couple songs together. And Bill Champlin from a band called Sons of Champlin, and... First time I had him on the show, this Bill Champlin, uh, talk about your classic blue-eyed soul. I mean, this guy is just has it. You know, that when you want blue-eyed soul on your song, you hire a Bill Champlin. If you can't get Daryl Hall or you can't get Bill Champlin, interchangeable, just tremendous voices. And so Bill Champlin, uh, back then he was smoking. He's not even smoking stogies anymore. I don't think he's drinking. I don't think he's smoking. What kind of life is that, Tattoo Dave? Yeah, I don't know. I, what kind of life? But I'm gonna I'm gonna have Bill over. He's gotta the be sh- up there in years. 
Yeah. Yeah, he's 70s. But, uh, which, by the way, you know, the older I get, 70s don't... Don't seem so old anymore, does it, yeah, man? It's just a far away. <laughs> it's yeah, the end of times, Dave. The end of times. Yeah. Um, we'll enjoy them together. But Bill Champlin, I, I hope here. so. I hope so. God willing, uh, Bill Champlin will have his ass over the show. But uh, he performed a song on this show that is one of my favorite songs. And it wasn't a big hit and should have been, by the way. Should have been a massive hit. And I'll play that in a minute. And the first time he was on Magic Matt's Outlaw Radio, when it was simply called Outlaw Radio, and I I would prefer to call this show Outlaw Radio, but we have to call it Magic Matt's Outlaw Radio so you can find us on YouTube, on Rumble, and on X. And YouTube, oh, they hate us. Oh, they hate us. Run by a bunch of fascist pigs. And now we've been uh, now we're ripped, for next ripped, ripped off the channel again. No, they don't care about that. But, boy, you start putting down our president, and I, I watch my P's <laughs> and Q's, or you talk about the cove, you know, the, and I'm not saying the entire word. Oh, they'll ban you. Um, but the first time I had him on the show, we were talking to politics. I said, I don't really want to talk. I love you so much, Bill. I, we've never talked politics. I don't want to talk about politics with you. And he said, why not? He said, well, you know, you're a rock and roll guy. You're a musician. I can sort of assume which side you're on. And he looked at me and he said, don't be so sure. And boy, the bond even became stronger and closer Isn't that funny how those relationships with those folks who happen to love the United States of America and my own self get stronger and more loving and we know each other forever? Isn't that? And I've never cut off a relationship because of someone's politics, but it's happened to me because the left, they don't react the same way. Have you noticed that? Of course. Yeah. I mean, you've probably lost friends because of this, right? Yeah. They're victimized. Oh, they're totally victimized. It's like, I can't believe you voted for Trump. Okay, that's my thing. Yes, I voted for Trump. Yes, that's my thing. Well, I can never talk to you again. They're 12-year-olds. See you later. They tr- yeah. Nice chatting with you. It's just so, they're, they're such children. But, uh, yeah, Bill Champlin, one of the good guys, by the way. And, um, you know, at this uh, age, in his 70s now, I don't think he gives an S uh, who knows about it. Uh, family goes viral after a husband accidentally orders 200 chicken nuggets from McDonald's. <laughs> 200? Yeah. <laughs> How does he accidentally? Yeah, you can, you can imagine what the order looked like. Four or five burgers and fries and 200 nuggets. Oh, he probably used the app. Says Chris Mullane. One family <laughs> turned an accidental order of 200 nuggets into comedy gold. And I guess uh, they posted this chaotic video of her mother unpacking several containers of chicken McNuggets from a fleet of McDonald's takeout bags, and it went viral on TikTok, garnering 11... Boy, we're doing the wrong thing here. We're trying to do cohesive talk radio instead of ordering two or 300 chicken McNuggets. Well, let's order 200. Yeah, <laughs> and they get 11 million views, yeah, Dave. Wow. 11 million views. Not in my wildest imagination could I imagine grabbing 11 million friggin' views. So order the wrong number of chicken McNuggets. 
And by the way, on TikTok, are they compensated like uh, like views on YouTube? I don't know. I, I want to say I don't think so. Yeah. yeah. But maybe. TikTok's Chinese-owned company. You know that, right? Now you know me well enough to know that uh, that that fact would not uh, would not get past me. I know. That's yeah, I, I don't even have it. I've del- I but, deleted it. But P.S. Yeah, I I'm, I did too. I'm not a fan of uh, TikTok. No, me either. Uh, yeah, but a lot of people use that. That's how these millennials get their damn news. No, I know the, the, the vast majority, not just millennials, people. but the Gen Zs. Yeah. This is where they learn stuff. Is that not frightening? It's absurd. No wonder our country is going to friggin' hell. This is truly where they garner their their friggin' news. Yeah. And in the meantime, give give China all everybody's personal information. Oh yeah, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Bank account, everything. I mean it's everything. Yeah. And then, of course, Trump. Then Trump gets it from the left for uh, talking about, uh, you know, how, of course, the president of China is a very smart man, and how Putin is a very wily smart man. Well, you must be in bed with him. No, no. Trump is making a statement that is factual. These are not stupid people. No, it doesn't make them good people. Never. But he's simply making a statement. And, you know, even talking to some friends of mine who, you know, are still, they're not on the left, but they're old school Democrats. And when they make the statement, well, you know, uh, Trump's in bed with uh, Putin. Eh, why, where do you where do you garner this info? <laughs> where, where, where do you come up with this? TikTok. TikTok. TikTok MSN. Uh, uh, CNN. You know, all of the usual effing suspects. Uh, publisher of Sports Illustrated. I'll get to this in a second. I want I want you to hear this song, and uh, and for no other reason than to see if our personal tastes sort of mesh. This is a song that I love from beginning to end, and this is a song that Bill Chaplin performed live on this show. And unfortunately, for those of you watching us on YouTube, Rumble, and uh, X, I don't have video of this thing. You know, we got this video thing started uh, way late in the game, and so uh, I'd apologize to you. Yeah, I, I will. I, I, I wish we had it. I guess I'm apologizing to me for for being such an effing Luddite all these years. But uh, a, lot of, a lot of apologies this show. Yeah, way too many. Uh, but I want I want you to dig this. I want you to dig this song from the great man who was with the group Chicago for 18 years. And, uh, oh, he wrote, uh, After the Love is Gone for Earth, Wind, and Fire. He wrote, Turn your love around for George Benson. You know, those two songs alone, uh, I doubt he really ever has to work again. Yeah. That's how publishing works. Oh, man. And he deserves every bit of it. He's a good guy and a creative guy and a tremendous writer. He does his own version, obviously, of After the Love is Gone that is off the friggin' hook. So here we go. This is uh, Bill Champlin. I don't even know the name of this song, but see if you agree that this is not one of the great songs of all time. It's a little bit of a shit kicker tune. Mm. Like the way it's starting. When you fail, you fail completely to the bottom of your soul. When I went along, I was hanging on and hoping it didn't show. For the times you were beside me, I was barely there for you. I believe 
told myself and barely heard the truth. I can't have shit now. Afraid of me. It's just an old familiar story. It may be just a little bit sad, but the only loves that ever last are the ones I never had. You're like a shadow that keeps following me, baby. <laughs> I turn around and it's your face I see in a crowd. That's so beautiful, man. Bill Champlin and the money shot. The hook there yeah. is perfection. Yeah, he's really good. Love that guy. Love that guy. Mr. After the Love is Gone and turn your love around. And he was uh, he was the dude singing Color My World when uh, he was touring with Chicago. Oh, wow. Yeah, he's... Uh, he's a normal... Peter Cetera, right? Normal singer. Uh, well, no. The, the man who sang that song has been dead for years. Uh, Terry Kath. Ah. Yeah, that was a boy. That was a fateful night here in the San Fernando Valley, messing around with a gun. Boom! Shot his head off. Okay. Didn't do it on purpose. You know, at first it's like, well, it was suicide. It wasn't suicide. He was just a drugged out rock and roll musician. And according to Jimi Hendrix, Terry Caff, greatest guitar player on the planet. Wow. Yeah, that's what Jimmy said about Terry. But uh, yeah, Bill Champlin, rest uh, rest in peace. No, he's not gone. No, 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 no. He'll Don't be here go next week. No, yeah. Well, I'll tell you who was supposed to be here today. It's 603 there. Um, who's supposed to be here today, and he keeps moving it and moving. And yeah. I'm thinking, next you're, week. Next week. Next you're 92 years old. How much time do you have, for God's sakes? But uh, this is a phone message that he left for me. Uh, the man from uh, Get Smart. No, he wasn't in Get Smart. No, but he did. But he, he probably made some appearances on, because I know he made some appearances on Hogan's Heroes. And, you know, he's one of those guys that you always saw his face pop up in the 60s and 70s on all those TV shows. His name is Ronnie Shell. And so this is the message from Ronnie. Hello, Matt. It's Rabbi Shell on a Friday night. I'm just getting ready to go to a big party. And uh, Hollywood party, of course. <laughs> uh, 
Ordinarily, I would love to do your show tomorrow because I'm running out of cigars. But tomorrow is the 50th anniversary of my brother-in-law and sister-in-law. And they're having a huge get-together in of all places, Solvang. And I have to schlep up there for their festivities at 2.30 and won't be back till uh, midnight, I guess. Uh, but I'll wait another time. And, uh, but good luck tomorrow. And we'll do it in the next few weeks because, as I say, I need the... Well, you know, he comes over for the free cigars. Yeah. I, I wrote down for you to bleep that. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I love him. Man, I love that guy. I love him. So a week from today, perhaps. Uh, you know, he's 92. I don't know if he's driving much, but he still still invited me to that thing they do on Fridays. So yesterday at Farmer's Market, little get-together of those quote-unquote celebrities and comedians that are still alive. And, but, you know, he... It's 9 o'clock in the morning at Farmer's Market in Hollywood, and that's what keeps me from showing up. It's rush hour traffic. I mean, how long is that going to take, Dave? An I hour. Mean, a good hour. I mean, from where you are, though, you know, you're right near the canyon, so you just you, you would just bustle over the canyon, yeah. and, you know, you're in good shape. But still, and as I was talking to Mark C.G. Boyer on the way to uh, the poker tourney yesterday, I said, you know, I got I to gotta do this soon. He's 92. You know, I mean, and because this will be another regret of mine. Oh, I should have done that. So maybe this coming Friday. Uh, publisher of Sports Illustrated lays off magazine's entire staff. Uh, go woke, go broke. The owner of Sports Illustrated ended the employment of the publication's entire staff, leaving the very existence. This thing's been around 70 years, mm-hmm. and all it takes is a little wokeness. You know what they did, but you know, you know, I, I'm not going to get into it. But who they put on the cover? Uh, what do, do, do men want to see? Really hot chicks or no? Hot, no hot chicks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hot guys looking like girls. The licensing group that owns the uh, sports mag has terminated its agreement with the Arena Group to continue publishing the magazine three weeks after Arena missed a $2.8 million payment, a deficit that breached the magazine's licensing deal, according to uh, Front Office Sports. Um, Authentic uh, bought uh, Sports Illustrated out from Meredith in 2019 for $10 million. That didn't seem like a lot of money, does it? No. Not for sports. So they were already in the decline, man. If it continues publishing, the magazine will turn 70 years old in August. An email announcing the decision says, in part, uh, we were notified by authentic brands. They screwed themselves, though. You know, so either that or they were already on the decline, and then they thought a last-ditch effort was to put uh, some guy that looks like a chick on the cover. And they also put some biggins in uh, bathing suits on there. You know, and nothing against biggins. I love real females, no matter how big or how small, small you happen to be. However, in a bathing suit, you know, especially a two-piece, come on. I, 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 heterosexual men... I, they want the little ones. Not trying to offend anyone here. Uh, American Airlines flight attendant allegedly used an iPhone to film minors in uh, 
in the plane restrooms. Um, why? I mean, why when all you have to do is identify as a female to legally enter a woman's bathroom anyway? I mean, there's no, there's no gender specific bathrooms on a plane. No, there's not. But uh, a flight attendant use an iPhone to film minors. How icky is this? It's not disgusting. the epitome of ickiness. But doing what? On a, well, what do what do? Let's see. What do the kids, the minors, do if they're using the restroom in oh, a plane? The mile high club. Okay. No, Dave. Okay, Mark, I want you to break this down hey, for yeah, Tattoo yeah, Day. Yeah, break it down. Just using I... the bathroom for normal bodily function. Bada oh, boom, bada oh. bing. So it's a pee cam. Oh, inside. Oh, okay. An American Airlines flight attendant allegedly recorded five minor girls while they used plane restrooms during incidents that happened between January and September of 23. NBC Boston identified the suspect as 37-year-old Estes Carter Thompson the third. In its report, noting authorities launched an investigation after a 14-year-old girl said she found an iPhone taped to a toilet seat lid, a seat lid, Ow! on a flight from Boston to Charlotte. An image shows the suspect in the case. He no longer works for the airline. Well, do you think? Hello. The victim reportedly claimed she was waiting to use one of the restrooms on the plane when Thompson told her she could use the first class one. Prior to her using it, the girl claimed he went inside um, the restroom to allegedly wash his hands for a few moments. Oh, so, wait. What a The girl idiot. claimed, oh, so the girl said that this dude, this flight attendant, went inside to wash his hands so he set it up during that time in the restroom, and uh, and while well, using the bathroom, the victim uh, saw stickers on the underside of the toilet seat that read "inoperative catering equipment removed from service and seat broken." Beneath those stickers, she found the phone. After she spotted the device, she took pictures of it with her own phone to show her parents. The victim told investigators that as soon as she left the lavatory, Thompson entered it. He sets this thing up to cease. What a dumbass. Like, how stupid can you be? Well, I, see, I don't even look at it that way. I just... I, I, I mean, not to mention the, the sickness of it. But. Well, no, the, the not to mention part would be the part that if I were the parent, I would, I would, I'm telling you, I'd end up in the big house yeah. because I would beat the living hell out of this piece of crap. Yeah. What a son of a bitch. The minor told her parents about the incident. They reported that information to other crew members. Uh, the father confronted the suspect who re-entered the restroom. Video footage <coughs> shows an image of what appears to be the red and white stickers holding the phone onto the toilet seat. <coughs> and the phone's light appears to have been switched on. What a sick bastard. These are the phone. Fo- I bet he didn't vote for Trump. No, God. But, you know, I, I I don't know. This is not a political issue. This is a severe sickness issue. This is so sick. When we return, Fetterman says, I want the American dream for all migrants. You can't do that with current border surge. Unless I, I got into this last week. Whatever. Uh, we'll get to something interesting next on Magic Matt's Outlaw Radio on YouTube, on uh, Rumble on uh, X, a.k.a. Twitter, and truly fantastic radio stations. And I say that from the bottom of my heart. 
I appreciate you playing Magic Matt's Outlaw Radio. You show good taste, my friends. So, you're listening to Magic Matt's Outlaw Radio. <laughs> 